Welcome to the Soulish Podcast. My name is Whitney Apke and I am your host. Today I have an amazing guest who's a repeat guest onto the Soulish Podcast, Elsa Janey. She is a animal listener, quantum healer, and channeled bridge for animal human harmony. And she has a coven of five dogs, two horses, and one pony that she frolics and romps around with and does all of her magical things. And she's really here to help us embrace the magic all around. And what's really cool about our episode together today is that we talk about a new 12 week program called multi that she is launching February 1st. The doors were closed at on February 15th. And so just a couple weeks to sign up for it. And we talk a lot about that, but it's, it's really about the purpose behind it, which I think is really important. And that has to do with connecting with ourselves because we're multidimensional, multifaceted beings. And once we connect with all parts of ourselves, we're able then to better communicate with all parts of the universe, the world around us, animals, plants, insects alike, you know, everything, all the magic that is available to us is suddenly attainable and work withable because we're connected in a way that we weren't operating from that place of connectedness and wholeness before. So I love the work that she does because it's not just to have fun and tune in, which is great and fantastic, but she really works to not only connect us within ourselves, but then to connect us with the universe and with the energies all around us. And if you know me, you know that that's what my work is all about as well. And it's really cool to see it done in such a unique wonderful way. And so she has that 12 week program that is launching February 1st, uh, just in a couple days from this episode. And then she also has a really amazing digital series that I'm really excited about, which features basically each one of her animals from her coven. And they share their magic with us to help us. And they each have kind of their own special aspect um, and purpose and intention in their magic that helps us and supports us. And Uh, Elsa said something towards the end of this episode that I thought was really profound that as long as we are willing to receive what it is that we need, we will receive it. And I think that that's really a big deal because a lot of spirituality is all about, you know, you need to do this, you need to meditate, you need to burn incense, you need to do all these things in order to receive, in order to attain, in order to manifest, in order to embody but really it's just being willing to receive. And I felt like that was one of the most significant things that she shared among all the other things that she shared on this episode. And that's what I would love for you to leave with as well is to realize I just have to be open and willing to receive. And when I'm willing to receive, I receive. If I'm in a place where I'm not willing to receive, I'm not ready to receive something, that's okay. I Nothing has to be forced on me. I don't have to do anything that I'm not ready for. But the whole point is for us to be willing to receive. And so her program really helps you with that um, to realize the areas of resistance and hesitation, uh, maybe where more healing or work needs to be done in order for you to be willing to receive in those areas. But it's awesome that everything is integrated in and is done in a way where you truly step into your divinity, your sovereignty, and the love that you are as a being. So I hope you enjoy my episode with Elsa. Here's our conversation. Hi, Elsa. Welcome to the Soulish Podcast. It's so awesome to have you back. Um, I love the fact that you 
are such a big hearted animal lover like me. I always connect with you and your posts on that because I just love animals and I love the work that you do. Um, you're an animal listener, quantum healer and channeled bridge for animal human harmony, which I love. And you're playing with a coven of five, uh, dogs, two horses, one pony and romping around frolicking, as you say, (laughs) we'll use both your favorite words (laughs) around Montana and just embracing all the magic that the universe has to offer, which I so see that in everything that you do and the work that you do and just how you live your life is really just embracing all the magic around you. And it really leaves like the people who follow you, including myself, just left with that sense of awe and magic and wonder. And uh, it's such a good reminder always, like everything you talk about um, is such a good reminder that we are surrounded by magic and wonder and awe and just kind of bringing ourselves back to that awestruckness, you know, of like nature and the magic around and who we are and the fact that we're so connected with that. And so I'm really excited to talk with you today about a new program that you have coming out called Multi, and it's a 12-week program that is launching mid-February, which is, um, I'll be posting this probably the week prior to when your uh, program launches. So it's going to be launching very soon. And you also have an animal, witch healing and intuitive development digital series that's in progress, which I love. And all your, your whole coven is on, on board for that, which is really fun. And so I can't wait to talk with you about that. And then just also like healing your animal uh, ancestral line, which is so unique. And I love how you talk about that and explain that and explain what that is and why it's so important to heal that. And um, I know in our last episode, you mentioned that you belong to like the caribou, like ancestral line, that that's like kind of where your heritage as an animal exists and lies. And that's why you had such a connection with like the caribou and the reindeer that you worked with back in Alaska. And, um, so I love that that's part of your journey and I think it's fascinating and I would love to learn more for sure, as I know the audience would. So do you mind talking about your 12 week program? That's going to start because I think it's fascinating the work that you do. And we were connecting cause I lost my grandfather today. He passed. Um, and, and you were like, oh my gosh, that so has to deal with my multi 12 week program that you're launching which is fascinating. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much, Whitney, for that marvelous introduction. Uh, <laughs> it's like trying to make these notes in my head of like, Ooh, this, this, and that we got to ch- uh, check it on this, check on, on that. Um, <laughs> but first off, you know, just my, uh, my love goes out to you and your family for losing your grandfather. That is, it's never a fun experience by any means, but it's always such a beautiful time to be able to sit back and reflect. Um, and something that's, uh, with death that's always brought me the most, calm and sense of just like, oh, it's okay. Especially, you know, your like your grandfather, you said this is amazing love filled life, um, that he got to experience, got to share with you and your family and everyone around him is, I mean, my viewpoint of, uh, past lives and incarnating again, and, uh, is you'll get to see him again. Yeah. That's always like, like such a good relief that I get when I'm dealing with death and grief is like, man, you know, they were needed somewhere else. It's yeah. not just that their time ended here. It's that they were needed somewhere else more more so now than they were needed here. They That's got to, good. you know, he got to leave his legacy of love and now he gets to go and move on and, you know, 
bring that to somewhere else. And that's, that always is just for me, such a nice, like, ah, oh, okay. You know, see you on the other side and go have fun doing what you get to do in the next life. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And knowing that, um, you altered, like, I am sure now that he's all spirit, that he gets to kind of have a different perspective of what his life did. And I, I reflect back on that just with what my life is doing, every decision I make, and just even his love for my grandmother, um, is such a legacy, but he altered, uh, where the next oncoming generations were going to go because it was just a bunch of alcoholism and drug abuse and all of that. And because he chose to be in church ministry, Christian ministry as a pastor that impacted his children, which then has impacted my cousins, myself, my brother. And it, it changed us from being more self-centered to being service oriented and really aware of other people. And so I, I don't think that I wouldn't have gotten there, but it's because of his legacy that I see that there, it was so much easier. And it was like by nature, like, this is what we do. This has been generations back, um, that we care for others before we care for ourselves. And so I just love that, that I have that legacy and, and that he was such a champion of love, whether it was behind closed doors or it was public with people. And so, yeah, he was such a beautiful, beautiful soul and spirit. I feel great, much gratitude for being able to know him. So, yeah. so beautiful. I love that. Um, sounds like a marvelous man. Uh, and yeah, that does bring me to multi. So, um, multi is a 12 week and I'm going to fit as much as I can in 12 weeks. So basically it's, it's the first time I'll be launching this. And so I definitely in the future could launch it again and have it be like a 12 month, <laughs> uh, course. And what I love about multi is yes, it's 12 weeks, but it's, uh, it's one of those courses that gives you tools for life you know, just because we're going to hang out for 12 weeks, you will have, you will gain and learn tools that will carry you throughout your whole life. And what it is at its core is it is a, it's a, it's a lesson in self-love. It's a self-discovery and implementation of self-love across all realms, throughout all systems of your body. I mean, I'm talking your hair, your eyes, your teeth, your bones. I mean, every system of the body, including your DNA, including the crystalline, the crystalline structure of water in your body. As a quantum healer, we go in and we look at each and every, you know, tissue, cell, muscle fiber within your system and see where love isn't living, where you aren't anchored into love, where you are resistant uh, or even apprehensive to love. There's, I've recently been working with some animals where there's this, there's uh, this apprehension to love, not resistance, just this apprehension where it's more of this um, kind of like, rather than fear kind of tends to be more of like a, um, of that res harsh resist resistance. The apprehension is more of this grief faceted aspect of fear where the apprehension is there of, Hey, I know what's going to happen if we do this you know, whereas resistance wow. is just like, I don't want any part of it. No, thank you. There's this apprehension that just needs a little bit more honoring and ushering in, ushering in of, of anchoring into our safety. Um, and so, but we look at, uh, you know, where it's so funny, it's really hard to actually say what multi is because it's so grand. It's so broad <laughs> that it's, uh, we look at, um, your, uh, past lives. We do a lot of past life work. So you spoke about generational work with your grandfather. Yeah. Um, we look at stuff like that throughout your ancestry, but we look at your human body and where you are not uh, re receptive uh, to love. We look at your animal 
body, where in your past life history have you been an animal and you are not receptive to love, to your worth, to your deservingness, to your whole completeness of yourself, to your safety and your trust. And you, uh, we kind of have those three foundational frequencies that allow us to thrive, which are love, safety, and trust. Most no one is anchored into them. That's what we're going to do in multi is look at wow. the human body, the animal body, and I do a lot of work with mythical beings, um, fairies, unicorns, mermaids, and dragons. Um, and yeah, it's, I love being able to tell people, yeah, you've had past lives as like mythical beings. I have had so many and there's so much magic that we can draw from them and healing that needs to be done. Um, within that awareness and realm and just, you know, acknowledgement that like we are so much more magic than we even realize. Um, And it's really fun to play with. And so we look across all realms of where we are anchored into our survival mode uh, and our survival mentality. So we have survival mode, which is that, you know, um, our sympathetic fight or flight or freeze instinct. So we have, you know, that's what we're anchored into you know, most human beings and even animals, that's kind of what we find ourselves anchored into on the planet. And then that residually affects nature, our plants, our flowers, our fauna and flora, you know, all over the world, uh, including the crystalline structure of our water that we're drinking, because we all have that impact. If we're emitting constant states of survival, that's what everything around us will begin to operate as. And so within the 12 weeks of multi, we look at our love, We look at where we are not anchored into love because within the sense and the frequency of divine love and of self-love, if we can find the roots of what is not allowing us to be there, which is looking at our past life history, this life history, you know, inner child, shadow, ego, all of those experiences we've had in this life, as well as generational and past life where it's where there's the resistance the apprehension the you know the big hell no I'm not even going to think about love because it has got me killed it's gotten me you know trapped or excuse me (coughs) all sorts of bad things have happened when I've tried to do the right thing when I've tried to lead with love you know we have all these instances where it's been bad but we are at this space and place of it being 2022 with where in regards to human evolution, and we can even talk about human adaptations if we end up, if that's where the channeling trails <laughs> uh, later, but um, we're still operating from this instinctual place of survival, but we're really being asked to operate from a new instinct and a new adaptation to thrive. That's so and when good. we can start thriving within ourselves first, yeah, and then start operating from a place of thrive. Oh my goodness, my pets, my plants, my gra- grass outside in my lawn, my garden, my friends, my family. Oh my gosh, the water that I'm drinking all of a sudden tastes sweeter. Everything around us yeah. gets to, <coughs> excuse me, implement and feed off of that anchoring into thrive. Yeah. And it's so uh, good. Oh, it's I'm so excited. And again, it's like it's really hard to explain all of it. Um, because it's multi. The course is called multi. It's multifaceted with the understanding that there is that we are multidimensional beings. We are multifaceted beings. Uh, so you know whether it's you know multifaceted within regards to how we love, how we view the world, how how we view ourselves, how we see things, um, what we like, what we don't like. Uh, that's multifaceted. excuse me I am nursing I'm a good throat upgrade but a little sore throat this week um or 
Um, and then, but also multi, multi aspects of self, meaning our human animal yes. and mythical selves, our inner, witch, our inner, um, our ego, our inner shadow, our inner child, um, our, our inner athlete, our inner businesswoman or man, our, our inner, there's every aspect of ourselves is multi, which is a part of us, which we have to look at if we're really going to anchor in to our soul desires. If we're going to anchor into our soul, become whole, feel whole, feel complete. Um, I recently actually shared a post about, you know, what does love look like to you? Um, and my first thought of what does love look like to me is looking outside at my animals. And, you know, when you're filled with that love and you're like, oh my God, this like actually hurts like in a good way though, that like pleasure pain where you're like, oh, like <laughs> just feel your cheeks start burning your jaw starts locking because you're smiling so hard and I usually will even cry when I'm really feeling activated by love is you're just so overwhelmed with that full satisfaction yes you know that's love my goodness it couldn't be better than that and then I was speaking with a friend of mine um the other or a couple of weeks ago, um, just over voice notes, but then I, my dogs have shared this with me before as I'll do that to them. And they go, yeah, but can you do that to yourself? Can you look at yourself in the mirror and into your eyes and feel that? And I was like, uh, no, I'm not looking at myself that way. I don't think so. <laughs> and then they slowly, you know, my animals started taking me down the rabbit hole of the last 10 years of my life. Um, which stemmed from extreme physical fitness, eating disorders, you know, extreme physical across the board, you know, dealing with anxiety, depression, all of these awful traumas um, and self-induced places of deficit. And then even in the last two years, two and a half to three years, extreme soul healing, where it's like, I put myself on this board of extremes in the last 10 years on both sides, not realizing that, oh, once the dust settles, once everything calms down, I can go and I can find harmony within those places, seeing that being on an extreme of either end is not my answer. It's no one's place of harmony and efficiency. Um, but within the interconnected, intricate webs and bridges of how my soul communicates with my body, that's where within the magic lies, where within the love lies. And when you're anchored into that awareness, engaging with the magic that your body is your soul and your soul is your body. Um, I kind of like to think of our body as the alchemy of our soul. You know, our body is our first point of contact for our soul. It's our first place that it's going to communicate with us, um, with through intuition, spirit, um, or our soul coming into our body and saying, hey, listen to me. And how, like, I mean, it's so funny you ask anybody, do you know how to listen to your body? And our first instinct is, well, yeah, but it's like, well, I'm sure I'm hungry. I'm going to go eat something, you know, or okay, I have to go to the bathroom now. I have to say, well, you just drink two cups of coffee. But listening to your body as the alchemy of your soul is like, hey, I'm being called to go rest. And I'm going to honor that. Hey, I am on a walk with the dogs, but only two of my five dogs. And my soul is actually tugging me backwards saying, I want to go be with all five. Okay, I'm going to turn around. I don't have to finish this big, long walk that I was planning on doing just because my ego... And my mental brain said, hey, we have to do this walk. When you listen to what your soul body is telling you, 
that's where all of the sudden all of these like dots start clicking together all of you know the synapses of your brain and the messages that are connecting you know from your brain to your hands to your feet to every aspect of your body start operating from a place of efficiency and love when you listen and act on that listening because nothing knows better than our body and our soul yeah I think it's fascinating just the work that you do. And I love this program because it addresses everything because truly when we're going through something, we don't realize from what place is this coming from, you know, or places because something that we're dealing with that's unhealed or we're feeling triggered, you know, just as simply as being triggered by something. And we're trying to figure out why I am so triggered by that and why that hurts so much. Like that hurts a lot yet it's very small in the scheme of life. And like someone could have said something worse or done something worse yet. This feels like the end of of life as you know it. And it's like, why does it feel that big? Why does it hurt that much? Well, probably because it, it touches so many different parts of you. And so addressing all parts of you connecting with all parts of you is how not only you fully heal, but also how then you connect within yourself. Once you're fully connected within yourself, you can fully connect with everything around you in a, in more uh, of a way than you could before. Like, I feel like we kind of not half-ass because it's not like we're, we're purposefully (laughs) half-assing it through life, but, (laughs) but we're, we're half connecting. We, we can only connect as much as we are connected within ourselves. Right. Oh my gosh, exactly. That's like right where I was like planning on kind of going is you've nailed it. I'm covered in goosebumps. (laughs) Yeah. It's once we see the intricacies of the interconnectedness of just who we are, one, you can feel, you can start to love yourself, all of yourself and really feel that full satisfaction you know, of loving yourself, you know, just as the way I look at my dogs or my horses and I feel that love, I can look at myself that way, but then I can look outside of myself and see that intricacy. I can see where, you know, talking about reindeer and caribou, you know, I can look out and I can watch reindeer and there, look at them as their species. I can look at them within their ecosystem. I can look at them within their climate and environment that they are in. And you can see the interconnected awareness that they have with everything that is going on. Um, and so it's, I actually do a lot of work um, utilizing animal ecosystems to help people visualize the ecosystem within themselves. Um, are, you uh, are you familiar with keystone species? No. So keystone species are uh, particular species of animals um, within an ecosystem uh, that if they are not flourishing and thriving, everything else around them isn't you know but 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 not just other animals i mean plants water um uh things like that so looking at yellowstone for for example like the greater ego uh, yellowstone ecosystem when wolves were removed wolves are a keystone species to yellowstone there might be other areas of the world where wolves aren't a keystone species you kind of have to look at it geographically so we're looking at yellowstone wolves removed well the elk population got too large and uh, uh, the Yellowstone River, the, 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 the water banks receded and got really big and there was no vegetation along the water edges. And so fish populations dwindled uh, because they didn't have safe places to go lay eggs. 
different, um, you know, bugs weren't doing as well. And like, so because the wolves weren't there, every other animal wasn't doing well. Buffalo wow. populations weren't doing as good because the river was wider and it was harder for them to cross with the cows in the, uh, after they were born in the springtime and they're moving to other grazing grounds. And so within our taking that awareness of, okay, cool, these wolves are a keystone species. And if they are not thriving, if they are not, you know, flourishing, everything else around them doesn't either. Well, how does that apply to me? Okay, so right now, you know, this is for example, um, right now, shoot, I'm operating from a place of lack. I'm operating from a place of negative self-talk and victim mentality. That is not a keystone. That's a deficit to my keystone self. And now I can't thrive because every other aspect around me is going to start dwindling and receding and going into their own further places of deficit because I'm operating from a place of deficit and lack. And so uh, everybody's keystone self is a little bit different, um, but typically our keystone self is kind of like a combination of our soul, our highest self, um, <clears throat> excuse me, and our future self along with our love uh kind of mixed in there um and this is something something uh, uh that i do in the akashic records is i call forward a client's keystone self and they get to meet them talk to them say hey you know oh and sovereign self did i say that sorry our sovereign self our um highest self and our soul those three actually who it is um and they get to talk and meet their keystone self and go okay help me where am i not operating from you where within the systems of my body, be it my liver, be it my lungs, be it my muscles, um, where, where, where's my deficit coming from? Where within my soul history is my deficit rooted in? I want to clear this deficit from my body, clear excess, because a lot of times we end up overcompensating, which that can happen in keystone species as well. So say, so say the keystone self isn't doing well and another species will, 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 will overcompensate and then it wipes everything out. And then they're the only one doing well. Yeah. There's no, there's no uh, harmony in the ecosystem. Um, there's no congruence. And so uh, you might have uh, your angry self is an excess. I've got so much anger and so much rage because I'm not operating from my place of keystone. And so then we remove excess, let your angry self process what she's going through. Again, all these interconnected awarenesses that if we're just looking at, at our life as it is now from a place of not engaging, not really um, seeing the magic and the, and the connectiveness that's available to us and the energy that is there, it's very easy for us to sit back and just go on autopilot to be in grayscale, as I kind of like to call it. And, um, uh, the other day I was like, man, I just want to continue to live my life in technicolor. Like, I don't want a grayscale life. I want a technicolor life. Yeah. <laughs> That's Me what too. I want. Yeah. Me right. Too. I'm like, don't we all want, <laughs> I want whipped cream on the pie. I want top notch. I want <laughs> all those cherries. I want all the yeah, cherries. All, all oh. of them. Um, and, but what's so kind of op pulling this back to multi is, you know, we can sit there and be like, oh, I want, I, I want, I want, I want, you know, all of these things for myself. And it's not just that this is what we want for ourselves, but it's what we need for our ecosystem, for our internal ecosystems of self, for our interconnected ecosystem to the collective and to the earth. That if I'm operating from my place of keystone, from my place of magic, seeing my interconnected intricacies of life, being empowered to operate my own physical vessel, 
you know, shoot, I'm feeling really angry. Okay. I'm going to call forward my liver, um, liver. What are you feeling? What do you have to tell me? You know, we're going to learn all this in multi, how to talk to your body, how to ask different organs, different questions, things like that, depending on what emotion you might be feeling or triggers coming up for you. Um, and when you can, get past that, you know, oh, I'm being egotistical, I'm being vain for, you know, wanting this. It's not that we're wanting, it's that our soul is coming forward saying, hey, you're deserving. Hey, you're worthy. Hey, this is what life is all about. It is being available to your highest self, to your soul, to the desires that are coming to you and coming out through you. And remembering too, that we not only have soul desires, but that we may be someone else's soul desire or a part of it. Again, the interconnected, intricate web, that it is just all of one, but the grander scale that if we are all of one operating from a place of efficiency, operating from a place of keystone, harmonized ecosystem within ourselves, from love, from thrive, well, son of a gun. Now the whole world, including humans, the planet, animals, everything gets to, how wonderful would that be? And in my, it's my opinion too, it's not that far off. Yeah, it's not tomorrow, but if you can, it's not that hard to get people to do some inner work, to do inner work for, you know, the greater vast awareness of this earth. You know, it takes, it's a little bit more foresight to see how that interconnects and plays with everything. Yeah. But I, I have so much hope and so much faith and trust that, I mean, why would we want to con- stay in a place of survival mode? Yeah. Why would we want to be complacent and stay where we're at in our journey? Right. I think yeah. it's so important first to recognize what we lack. And I think having a taste of what is possible is how you also can reflect and see, oh my gosh, there's so much more than what I'm living at. Like I'm here and yet there's so much more for me to experience in this lifetime. And when you recognize that, I think that's more of a motivator. Like I'm always motivated to heal, to transcend, to transmute, to shift, you know, but, but what really motivates me and pushes me forward, like gives me that wind behind my sails kind of feeling in life is when I realize what is possible and what I'm settling for that makes me realize how much more I want to experience, want to do, want to be connected with, want to, want to communicate with, you know? So like, that's why it fascinates me, the work that you do, because you communicate with the animals, you do work with animals. Like it's so cool. Um, you're not like an orca trainer, which is what I wanted to be until I realized what the industry does. You like actually get to do like spiritual work with animals. And, and what's awesome, which I love what you promote is that we all can do that. Like we all can step into that oneness, into that relationship, into that communion with animals, with plants, with the whole earth, really we're connected with it. And there's so much more to be experienced and to, to heal as well, but to, to do and so much more purpose to live out. And so that's, what's so exciting about this program is you're not just healing and connecting, but you're also seeing what is possible and where, where you may have had a limitation in your mindset, your perspective of what's possible that gets lifted up even higher. It's like, you're continually raising the roof. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no more glass ceilings here. They're yeah, no. Yeah. 
pixels all around facets. Um, wow. I love everything that you just said. Um, uh, and what I really want to talk about is, yeah, the fact that you said that I see that in everybody else. Um, thank you for noticing and uh, acknowledging that because I do. Um, the reason uh, that I'm so excited about multi, but then also kind of the other fun stuff that I've got coming up and uh, this year is I am all about doing it yourself and not, not it, it kind of, um, so multi, you know, we're not just going to try things. We're going to do things, mm-hmm. you know, if we're still operating from a place of, oh, I'm going to try this. There's that apprehension. There's that resistance. No, we're going to go do it just because you do it. It might not be done properly. I'm using air quotes right now, but there's no such thing as doing it properly. It's you're doing it. So you're doing it. And the more that you do yeah. it, the better you get. Yeah. Um, you know, the first time I communicate with animals, I didn't do it right but there's no right way to do it because there's your way to do it. And I honored that. I honored that there was my way like to do that. things. And I want everybody, I want everybody, not just people who are going to take the course. Like this is like a blanket statement for anybody who in the world, whoever is listening to this and beyond, I want you to do things your way. Why wouldn't you, again, just like I said, you know, our, our, our keystone self, you know, all of our interconnected intricacies within who we are and what we've experienced, do it your way anchored in to your highest self, to your soul, to your sovereignty. And getting there is not easy, but it is damn well worth it to not look out, to not seek external valid validation, to not yeah. look outside yourself for the answers first. They, uh, and that's, I guess, part of why multi is so hard to describe is because I know what we're going to do, but I don't know the specifics of the magic that will take place in there because no one's signed up yet. The doors aren't open. And I won't know until the first op- day of the opening ceremony. It really matters, like the people yeah, that are in it. it matters who's there, what they are coming to the table with, with their own magic, with their own need for healing and just taking their life in their hands and saying, man, this is mine to cultivate, to co-create, to be magical. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, uh, when I describe magic, I kind of describe it as, is it's just the magic is the acknowledgement of energy exchange and transference and transformation, you know, taking energy and seeing that it has the capability to transform. Maybe I'll transform it myself by using words, by using intention, by using thought, by using my love. Uh, I might transfer it to a particular area of my body. I might transfer it to the dogs or the horses or to a client. That's magic. And, but there's also, there's so much merit in magic. Like, why would we think magic doesn't have merit coincidences you know seeing a numerology you know all the time whether it be on a clock or a price tag or a gas uh meter or um you know anywhere you see 11 11 you see that that's magic and there's merit in that you yeah. see a hawk couple, you know a few times a week oh my gosh there's even you know this raven you know that i keep seeing or a bug and i keep seeing um and those are just like small instances of coincidences, you know, again, air quotes, not that you'll be able to see them when <laughs> people listen. Um, but there's so much merit in magic and what it is and what it is capable of. And again, we are all magical. We are magical beings on this magical planet. So there is merit within us. And that's the, one of the big pillars of what I do is just I want people to realize how magical they are and have fun with it. Yeah. See the availability, see the web, see the bridges, see the possibilities, like you said, and just go for it because why wouldn't you? 
So good. It made, it made me think of something that happened this spring and summer. Um, when I just moved to Colorado, um, I'm like aware, I'm aware of numbers. I'm aware of different things happening and usually end up Googling, like, what does this mean? What animal, mm-hmm. like, what does this represent uh, this animal or bug or whatever? But I was, I was terrified because I've never actually been stung by a bee, but I was surrounded by all types of bees all spring and summer, like following me. Like I have oh like, goodness. like bees all around. Bee yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was so scared. So my, my neighbors downstairs at the time were like, don't run. Like if you run, like they're going to chase you. And like, <laughs> And don't, don't have like evasive maneuvers because that's even worse. And I'm like, this is so hard. Like, this is so hard to sit in this because I knew that there was a spiritual reason why bees were swarming around me. Cause they weren't, well, one did get caught in my hair, which was really scary, but, um, but they weren't actually like landing on me, you know, or even touching me. They were just in my space. Okay. And, and that was enough to make me extremely nervous, my heart pitter powder. And, um, and I had to just kind of rest in that. And I looked it up and it was really just about stepping into your divinity as well as your purpose, because bees are very purposeful in everything they do, which is why I was like, also really curious. Like, I don't have anything for you. Like, I'm not a flower. I may smell good, but I'm not a flower and I don't have anything to give you other than me running away (laughs) and giving you quite the chase, but like, I don't have anything. So why are you around me? Cause I know bees are so on, on it. Like they're very in the, yeah, like they, they really have a, a straight purpose. Um, and so it was fascinating to me that, that I was even encountering that and I'm not, I'm just walking on a sidewalk, you know, I'm not even really up in nature and it's just happening. (laughs) But I, I just reflect on that now as you talk. And I just think it's fascinating because, um, it, it is true that if we're aware and if we're connecting and trying to connect for me, my blockage was fear (laughs) (laughs) for sure. Rightfully so. I love these that I'm going to find. (laughs) I had a really hard time, but I knew that there was something, a message that that's why there was persistence around it. And once I got the message and, and Googled it and let it sit in me of like, what is my purpose? What am I doing? And living with that intention every day as an example. And as a reminder, as a totem, these were trying to come around and remind me of that. And I think that's just magical. And, and just like little, little things like that, if we can tune into and be, be sensitive, I guess, to the fact that all of nature, all, all of, you know, mother earth is really communicating with us in every way. If it's something as simple as numerology popping up or an animal totem or, or something communicating, right. Coming up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's fascinating. It's really cool to step into that. And I love that, that program, your program multi, um, helps you to connect in all ways so that you are able to acknowledge, recognize, which I think is the first step to connecting is to even recognize and then to acknowledge. And then that's, that's how you step into that communion, right? Yeah. Oh, so good. I'm actually like, I just want us to take a moment and like do a deep breath for everyone listening, just to like sit with everything that's happened so far. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) Feels so good. Uh, you just said it 
again, we're just flowing so nicely. I love this because you said, yeah, recognizing and acknowledging. And then um, I like, I always take people another step further is to engage. And it, 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 and, uh, in your story, you shared that you engaged, that you actively took um, act, that you actively took steps to engage with what the bees told you. So yeah, it's one thing to heal, you know, whatever needs healing. It's another thing to even say, hey, I see that I feel that and acknowledge it. But now are you going to engage? That's Am okay. I going to, you know, go out and, and engagement is basically another word for embodiment. Yeah. You know, when we talk about, you know, you know embodying your higher self, embodying your healing. Um, yeah. But sometimes uh, because we don't really know how to listen to our bodies and we've been societally conditioned not to right. listen to our bodies to something's wrong, go to the doctor rather than asking yourself what's wrong with you. Um, what's, you know, what's out of line, out of alignment, not what's wrong. Um, it's always just your body's talking to you, depending on what symptom it is. Uh, and, you know, on all across this board of all symptoms, there we go. Um, body's always communicating, and so I say the word engage because it gives our mind a little bit of a little bit more traction to go. Oh, okay, I get a help. Okay, so you know we did the healing. Now the body is taking it all in, and you'll you know your body's going forward, and like, okay, cool. When he's got bees flying around her body. Okay, now mine gets to click in and go, okay, I'm horrified. I'm super scared. The noise fills me up. I can feel my heart racing. Well, now what am I going to do? I'm going to go research. Cool. You can go research about bees. And then though, cool, I learned what the message is. You could have just left it at that. And that would have been, you know, a little, that would have been like matte coloring, you know, if we're going to talk about Technicolor again, <laughs> but you engaged with it. You saw that it was, you know, or Within your research of bees, you know, what aligned for you was their purpose-driven, was their uh, um, association and connection to divinity. And you looked within yourself and said, that resonates. How can I now lead my days with more of that higher awareness of self? Yes. And you acted on that. That's engaging with the magic around you. And when you start to engage with that, that is kind of like when, like, that's kind of when rather than being a square peg in a round hole, the square peg goes into the square hole and everything starts to just start slipping and slipping. And yeah. that's when, you know, if you want to get, uh, you know, tangible about it, that's when your manifestations start coming in. That's when, you know, your uh, prosperity and abundance can start to flourish a little bit more because you are engaging with the magic of the world around you from your place of higher self and higher divinity, higher divinity. I am like, so one of the things that I'm most excited for about one, where I'm at in my life and two, teaching this upcoming course is I haven't manifested the life of my dreams, not even freaking close, but I have never been this happy in my life. I have never been this engaged with the magic around me and the magic within myself. I've never been this confident. I've never been able to look at myself in the mirror and go, God, I love you so much never felt that before in my life. And it's been consistent. I've been feeling that tenfold for weeks, months now. Wow. And yeah, I get triggered. There's days where nice where I go to bed crying because yeah, I'm still in the parents' house and I don't have the bank account that I want. But that isn't the only point. Right. You know, so many courses are, you know, do this to get to the 10K months, do this to, you know, right. manifest the life of your dreams. I don't want you to do something to manifest life of your dreams. I want you to do something because it's going to make you love yourself. I want you to do something because it's going to awaken this sleeping magical being within you that is ready to have fun, 
to love, to play, to engage and enjoy the enchantments of life. And when we do that, you learn the tools, you learn to do, you learn to see that it's all within you. You wake that all up inside of yourself and go, man, I am like my own like uh, board game within me. You know, I've got all my pieces, whether it's, you know, my skeletal system, my lungs, my thyroid, those are all uh, uh, like of your board pieces. But then you're the one actively playing. You're, you're sovereign. You, I, I, I walk people through healings where they get to meet their sovereign self and attune to their sovereignty. We remove fear in the matrix from these strongholds in their bodies and say, hey, it's not just about getting the life that you desire. It's not just about learning your soul purpose and going, okay, cool. Now what? Right. It's there's so it, there's an interconnected multi faceted love and magic available to you that when you play with that and see how fun and joyful that gets to be, then everything comes and you realize that while it's absolutely amazing, there was so much more to it than that. Yeah. And to get all cliche, it's about the journey, not the destination. <laughs> hey, but it's it, true. You know, it is. It's true. And it's really seeing that, you know, all of these things come to you when you're aware that you've brought them to yourself or that you have gone out and got them. Yeah. Not that some external source brought it to you, but that you did it. Yeah. Because you're medical. And that's what your animals really teach you, have taught you and have demonstrated because they're constantly doing that themselves and not just doing that for themselves, but then also for you, like as you work with them. Yes, absolutely. I learn so much from them every day. (laughs) It is just this constant, like kind of back to the beginning, this awe, this love, this just like overwhelming compassion for how brilliant they are. You know, every day my animals are showing me how to chill them, chill out, how to have more fun, to engage and just to be enchanted. And even if I just go and I sit out on the porch with them and they start howling, uh, it's really cool. I'll be in session. Um, and I swear every, for the last couple months, every time that I do a soul retrieval in a session, they howl. They'll start howling like right on cue. It's so cool. <laughs> That's so but again, cool. But they're showing me um, the the merit in that con- connectivity wow. and the awareness of sovereignty and sentience across all realms. I'm looking at these animals and they, I'm seeing my sovereignty reflected back at myself. And they see their sovereignty reflected back in me because I've given that to them. And they go, hey, look what we can do. It's like kids playing... Uh, like playing blocks or coloring or doing finger paints and you run to your mother when you're done with the drawing and you go, mom, 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 look how good this is. I did that. And I get to look at my dogs or my horses after they do something like that. And I go, wow, thank you. I appreciate that so, so much. What can I offer you? Mm-hmm. And a lot of times we'll start the day where I walk in, especially with the horses, um, I walk in with them and I go, hey, if there's something you need from me, let it be known. If there is something I need from you, I'll let you know. Other than that, though, can we please just play, dance, 
you know, go for a walk, entertain each other and enjoy one another's company. It gets to be really simple within its intricacies. And I can imagine some people listening to this today might be really overwhelmed. Like, oh my God, there's that much to it. Oh my God, I thought I healed that. Or I thought it would end here. Um, And that's totally okay. I mean, oh my gosh, full acknowledgement that this is really overwhelming. I get overwhelmed a lot of the times when I'm like, oh my God, there's another aspect to heal from like this one thing that I've healed years ago that's come up again. Mm -hmm. And I get frustrated, but then I, you know, kind of like how the Grinch stole Christmas, like devious smile. And I went, oh, if there's more to heal, that just means there's more magic available. Yeah. If I go, if I go out with the animals, and I am, it's almost like, like, I almost kind of see it like, 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 like I walk out with the dogs and I just like, I see this grid kind of open up, like just in my third eye and my awareness where it's like, I see like five individual grids come up and then this greater grid of like the six of us say, it's like my five dogs and me outside. And I see them as their individual selves. I see them as our collective self as the six of us. And then I can kind of look, step back and go, well, who needs what? I don't want to assume that just because I want to go exercise and play in nature that everybody else does. And so it's, yeah, it can be very overwhelming. It's, it's incredibly intricate. It's infinite intricacies that are available to us, but you can allow it to be simple when you acknowledge the love and the sovereignty within yourself and within others and grant them the opportunity to act from their own place of sovereignty and love. Be an animal. Yeah. Be it tree, be it flower, be it your beautiful succulent collection that you know you have in your living room. Mm-hmm. You can look at, be it my bed I'm sitting on. I can look at my bed and be like, yo, I acknowledge your sovereignty and love. Like, thank you. <laughs> yeah, it can be, yeah, it's infinite, infinite, infinitely intricate, but you get to play with the simplicity that is calling forward to you. That's so good. I almost want to just sit in that. <laughs> I know, right? Like, That's okay, like right, going to sit in that for a little <laughs> bit later on today. <laughs> yeah. um, that's so good, Elsa. And I, I think it's, it's simple yet. It's just complex because we're multifaceted, multidimensional beings. That's the only complication factor, but it's not even a complication because it's our nature. It's, it's who we are. So we already know how to operate out of that whether we know it or not, it's just tapping into that understanding, that knowledge. Yeah. yeah, That, that beingness that we are and not just operating from one dimension or one facet or a couple, but realizing there's so much more available to us in just who we are period. And then exploring it beyond that is just even more fun. So I, I love that. And that's such an encouragement. And I know that this is definitely resonating in and so many as they're listening and, um, so many are feeling called to your program. And so I just want to share my gratitude with you that you are launching this from a place of authenticity and love and sovereignty within yourself. And so I recognize that, that you have such a heart for people and, um, for animals alike and, um, your work is just so beautiful. So thank you for offering it to us because it's needed. So Love Thank you, Whitney. I appreciate that. I'm very, yeah. I'm so excited for this to continue to come forward and just be be available to be yeah. be magical and be there. Yeah, for those that are 
that are ready. Uh, actually on my sales page, it gets very Taylor Swift. It like, uh, says like, um, <laughs> like, are you ready for it? <laughs> <laughs> I had just watched her documentary, but also <laughs> it's true though. It's like, you know, are you ready for this? It's, are you ready? <laughs> I love her. Shout out to Taylor. Love yeah. You. Love T-Swift. Um, I also think it's really cool. You have a digital series that's coming out that I'm just like, I'm like, I can't wait. Um, where your animals actually demonstrate work and help us work through our stuff by us just even watching and, and witnessing the work that they're doing. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah. Oh my gosh. I'd love to. Um, so I, it's funny, like we said in my bio and it's exactly what I wanted it to be, but, um, I do resonate most with calling myself an animal witch. Uh, and my animals are their own witches. Um, you know, I play with the magic and everything um, around that, but kind of within regards to what I define magic as is just, it's an acknowledgement of energy exchange uh, based and rooted in love, the elements of nature, um, and then utilizing that for the highest good and well-being of those around you. Um, and so this animal witch intuitive development and healing series is just that. It's my five dogs, my two horses and my pony all having their own like profile. And within their own profiles, they have their own magic. Um, and I'll talk about Dakota's because he's he's the one that gave me this idea. Um, he's, he's full of ideas, but he's also, so Dakota is very rooted in unicorn magic. And unicorn magic is all about your higher self and living from this place of, as um, uh, unfuckwithable. So it's like, you I can know, never yes, say that. I try. <laughs> I know. I'm like, I'm you did good. Well, I can do this. <laughs> um, and it's from this place of like, you know, I, uh, of course I care what people think about me. You know, I, I'm not going to sit there and pretend that I don't, but also what they, what they think about me has no merit on how I live my life from my place of authenticity. That's what unfuck with the bullets. It's I honor and acknowledge people's other thoughts and beliefs and awarenesses within themselves, but I'm still just going to sit here and resonate from my highest place of Elsa and highest place of unicorn. Uh, and so Dakota is all about that. And within his, like within, within his, that's kind of, that's his magic. That's, you know, say you were to work with Dakota, that would be what you'd be getting out of him. But also you, because, you know, say Whitney, you went through it and did it. I'd get something completely different out of it than you would because you're going to listen to him differently. You're going to have those activations that, that he is sharing with you within your body differently. There is a horse medicine video, which is basically, it's this intuitive uh, practice where you get to watch him just walk around, just be, but you are engaging with his energy, with his consciousness, with his body positioning, with the, uh, with the trees and everything around him. And he's sharing messages with you. And depending on your strongest clairsense, it might be a clairvoyance. It might be clairaudience. It might be clairsentience. And you'll feel something. You know, we might have goosebumps. You might feel something in your legs, you know, or, um, or it could be claircognizance. And all of a sudden, you just know what he told you. Um, and then there's some spell work. There's some uh, intuitive development practices. Um, and uh, and I, I share a couple of videos for intuitive development because, my, you know, all of us use our intuition differently. And so I have like a video on there that's like using an altar, that's using the elements, that's uh, muscle testing, you know, learning your body's yes and no. Um, and then, but then it's all kind of through the eyes and lens of Dakota. How is he sharing this information with me? Um, and then there's two other videos for healing you know, because his magic is of the unicorn, it's of, you know, your higher self in place of 
uh, authenticity is there's two different light language activations that I perform that are channeled through him. I asked him, hey, Dakota, channel light language through me for, you know, their high, for access uh, and alignment to, you know, their higher self. And I have two different ones. One of them is audio, so I speak light language. Uh, and then the other is actually sign. You get to watch my hands and Dakota right next to me standing there doing a light language sign. And it gets to wash through you. Light language is the universal language of love. It can be communicated through through voice, through sign. People do art. Um, there's many different ways people can do it, and it's just absolutely beautiful. I mean, it's the universal language of love. Um, and you get to let that just wash through you, and it's not meant to be understood and translated with your brain. It's meant to be felt and experienced through your being. Um, so mm-hmm. as you're listening or watching uh, any of those light language uh, healings that you'll get in any of those uh, intuitive development series, just know that you can't translate light language, but you can feel light language. Yeah. Wow. That's like, that's so cool to witness and to experience. And so all of your animals are going to be able to have their own profile um, yes. and digital like mini series within the digital series for each one, which is really exciting. Yeah. And I created it so that people can start empowering themselves, you know, Hey, okay, cool. I'm in this place of like almost readiness, but I really want to start playing with my intuitive development. I want to start playing with the magic available to me in this world. I want to start seeing what's out there and how I can, you know, see what's out there. And then again, make it my own, do it my way. And again, that's why I said, I want everyone to do it their way, do it your way. And I'm giving my animals are offering up their magic to help inspire people to do it their own way. So that, that's, that's why I created it. That's what it's for. Um, it's for, you know, you to, for people to start playing with their intuition, playing with the magic of animals. And it's like, wow, if a magic animal is that magical, I must be, you know, that magical. And again, just that possibility, that connection, that openness, that, um, and connection to not just from a place of, you know, okay, now wow, I'm connecting with myself deeper. It's wow. I'm connected with this animal not from a place of even physical contact but this animal is looking at me this dog is seeing me I'm listening and communicating and hearing and understanding what this dog is sharing with me I'm experiencing this animal sharing their magic with me it's incredibly humbling it's incredibly powerful and just really beautiful to witness and be a part of there's times where, you know, and I, of course I have the pleasure and luxury. And that's the other reason I created these is my animals are so incredible. I want everyone to be able to experience, you know, their magic, but there's times, I mean, where I leave, uh, especially the horses are so good about doing energy work on me to release stuff for me because they don't want to be around me. If I've got like anxiety stuck in my shoulder, they're like, gross, get that out of here. Um, <laughs> and so, uh, and so they'll do energy work on me and I'll leave there just in tears because I'm so grateful that I'm that supported. And that's like a beautiful thing that if we, I mean, I don't know how we're doing on time, but if we have to end soon is support. Is so many of us, myself included, I have taken the initiative to go through life alone. Like the self-induced, like I'm doing this alone, watch me. And we take pride in it. We've been told the condition we have to do everything alone. And we isolate ourselves. We also have a lot of past life history and ancestral history that says you're better off if you isolate yourself. That's, that's your default is to isolate. And it has been really scary, really uncomfortable, really vulnerable and horrifying to accept support. 
And I do it first because from a place of my animals and for my spirit guides, for my spirit team, um, I accept their support first because it's where I find comfort. I'm still working on feeling supported by other humans. And I do, I've got this wonderful small group of people, friends and family in my life that I feel supported by. But, you know, for me, that's, that's my story. That's my way because my soul is far more animal. I have more past lives as animals than I do as humans. And so even my soul resonates with animal support more openly, more honestly, more deeply, because that's what she resonates with. And so I can look at my animals and I can accept their support. And actually, uh, Dakota, and this is in his thing, this is in his healing series, as we talk about the willingness to receive. Anything you do in your life, do it with the willingness to receive. Otherwise, why are you doing it? Right. I'm not going to go get into a relationship. I'm single. Um, I'm not going to go get into a relationship with somebody if I'm not willing to receive it. If I'm not willing to receive love, I'm not going to, you know, go continue, continue looking for a home to put a roof over my head. That's not my parents. If I'm not willing to receive it, if I don't feel worthy of receiving it, I am not going to go buy clothes. If I don't feel willing to receive the beauty and confidence that they can help instill in me as I wear them purposefully with intention of my highest self and authenticity. Um, and Dakota talks about that. And he says, you know, all the time, um, I'll walk into him and he goes, hey, I've got magic for you. Are you willing to receive it? And sometimes I'm not. But he gives me that sovereignty and opportunity to say yes or no. Because sometimes I'm like, well, I just, I, I want to dance with you today. Or I'm still sitting with this. I'm sitting with this pain and this grief and this trigger right now. And I just want your company, not your healing. Is that okay? He's like, yeah, sure. That's fine. But I don't expect him to heal me. And I appreciate and honor his support that he gives me. Such a good balance and relationship to have because it's, it's both our honoring and preferring each other's love and sovereignty, right? And what yep. you need and what you're willing to receive in that moment, both ways. I love that. Yep. That's awesome. And so when this, yeah, when this healing series comes out, if you're looking for support, that's another beautiful reason to look into it, to see yeah. which of the animals calls to you. It might be all of them. It might just be a couple, um, you know, and I'll have like, I'll have it bundled where it's like, you know, if you want to buy an individual one, you can, or you can buy them all. Um, but they're here to support you. They have their, this was their idea. They offered this up. They said, Elsa, we want to help. You know, <laughs> we've helped you this much. We can help everybody. Yeah. <laughs> <They're> very, very <laughs> confident. Um, I love it. They're so sweet. And so, yeah, I really like my life has changed 10 to the 12th fold because of these animals in my life and they support me and they love me. And I'm offering that to everybody. Oh, beautiful. Well, thank you for that offer. Cause it's, I definitely <laughs> feel so much gratitude for it. Thank you. <laughs> yes. Thank you from me to them. Um, this is wonderful and has been such an amazing conversation and there's so much more that we <laughs> to even <laughs> talk about like, God, like I need you on again, which is totally fine with me. <laughs> so, yeah, I love it. Thank you so much for sharing. And thank you so much for everything you're offering us. Um, I know that humanity needs it. The world needs it. We need to connect in this way. And I love that your program helps us connect in that way. So thank you so much. 
thank you, Whitney. It was wonderful to be on here today with you. I have so much fun just getting to be in your energy and presence. And thank you. Likewise. <laughs> Thank you.